This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. We're continuing in the Sefer Shaina Halachais. We're in Simon Gimel. Halacha Tess. Last time that we learned this, which was about six weeks ago, before the Yom Nairam, we, uh, we learned the sugya about speaking in the bathroom. The bottom line is, we saw Vadya had a certain leniencies, but the bottom line is, if Katan Tess is, sorry, the, the OCS got cut off a tiny bit. Lo yidaber sham, do not talk there. You're not to talk in the bathroom. If you have a very important need, it's possible, it's permitted, as long as you're not actively defecating. At the time that you're defecating, even if there's a big need, it's prohibited. Okay, that's what we did last time. Women who go to a public bathroom. Let's say in the courtyard of the shul. So normally, you can, you're only allowed to go into a bathroom one person at a time. Women are allowed to go in two at a time. And they dafka should talk. Women should dafka talk in the bathroom. Why? So no men come in. So nowadays, they have uh, this great invent, uh, um, invention called men bath, men's bathrooms and women's bathrooms. Even though the Rishalim are trying to be that. But that's why you have to vote. Not, you have to vote not for people who give money to Jews. You have to vote for people who have basic human behavior. Anyway, women should have talk in the bathroom. This way the voice will be heard. And no man would go there. It's not a matter, and the issue of the man going there is not the man might see something. The problem is yichud, v'yisyachid imam, and he'll be miyachid with them. Next halacha. There's halacha, you have to lock the door when you go to the bathroom. Yizgar hadelas ba'adoy, mishon tzniyos. You should lock the door when you go to the bathroom because of modesty. V'miyavshar lizgar hadelas, if it's not possible to lock the door, and a guy and a man wants to walk in. So the first halacha is you have to lock the door. What if there's no lock? The lock is broken. So what are you supposed to do if you're in the bathroom? There's no lock and somebody wants to come in. Busy. No, you know, I'll talk. You snort. You're, if you can, you're not. You're not supposed to talk. You could snort. <coughs> I mean, that's not how you. You, you know. Yeah, you make a noise. Or you can take a horn in with you. You can... Or a bell. <laughs> By the way, the halachas of going to the bathroom occupy a very major place in Shas and in Shachanach. If you remember the Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara says in the end of days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to come to the Avais and he's going to say, Banecha chatu, your children have sinned. And Avram's going to say, Yimachua Kiddush wipe him out. Yaakov will say, wipe him out. Yitzchak will say, let's make a deal. How long does man live already? 70 years? Until they're 20, they're not chayev. So there's only 50 years left. 50 years, half the time is the night. So in the night, nobody's sitting anyway. Everyone's going to sleep. They're 20, so that's 25 years left. Out of the 25 years, 
half the time they're either eating, drinking, or in the bathroom. Now that's a lot. That's many years in the bathroom. You know, but you see in the Gemara that the bathroom was... You got to know how to behave because people, uh, they spend part of their life there. Anyway, so you have to lock the door. Which means when you lock the door, you should be mechavin to be mechayim, the mitzvah of locking the door when you go to the bathroom. So at the end of the day, you think to yourself, did I do any good deeds today? Yeah, at least I locked the door when I went to the base. I say bekavona. Most people are mechavin, and you shouldn't say hinani muzuman, but at least be mechavin to mechayim the mitzvah tzniyos. According to the smag, we learned it's a dairaisa. Yud beis la ba'amida. Do not defecate standing. Why not? Why not? It's a sifri, it's a dairaisa. You're not supposed to defecate standing. Okay. Yer gimel. Let's say you can't go to the bathroom. You're constipated. So I heard from Harava Vigdor Miller, this was his advice. Eat an apple before you go to sleep and drink a cup of water and the Yeshua will come in the morning. That's what he said. But what do you do if you can't uh, go to the bathroom? V'yeshev, um, sit down. V'yamoid, stand up. V'yeshev and sit down. Ad until you can defecate. Why? The change of positions help, helps the tsoya maneuver out of the system. Okay? It's a halacha. So you can become another mitzvah. It's, now, it's a very, it's a very big Indian. To be mafnet, to defecate every day before you daven. That's the best way to daven. Or or distract yourself. Don't think about it. So, you, you know, think about something else. That those, these are the two eight sides. Okay? Can you put daven during that time? No. What, that they have to go? They have to go, but they can't go. If they have the urge to defecate, they're not daven. Oh, they can't hold it. Oh, they're constipated, but they feel an urge to go. Lecharchila, they should go. They can't go if they could. If they can't go and they could hold it in seventy-two minutes, then uh, they could daven. But if they can't hold it in seventy-two minutes, they cannot daven. Okay, so the best Eitzah is get up, sit down, jump up and down, distract yourself, but you don't want to start fiddling Why? It could cause hemorrhoids. The worst thing you could do is start, you know, fooling around over there because it could, uh, it could irritate and it could cause hemorrhoids. However, If you want to sort of feel it in that area, with a pebble or a chip to open up the orifice. Yemashmish koidem sheyeshev. 
do it before you sit. Don't do it after. It's like witchcraft. Now, I don't know. Yeah, that's what he says. Next. We learned that in the base Hakise, one has to be Tsanua, which means that one should not pull the pants all the way down to the floor. Instead, one should only pull it down minimally what's needed to do what they need to do. Which is, which is, one tefach in the back and two tefachim in the front. You have to do gedolim, one tefach in the back. You have to do ketanim, two tefachim in the front. It seems like this topic is not that popular. We only had ten people here, mamish, a minion, mitzumsum. What could I do, you know? One tefach in the back and two tefachim in the front. Because in the front it could spritz, so you need more space. Veloy yoiser, not more. Now we learned that if there's a shower in your bathroom, then there's more leniency to uncover more because that's a makkah that people are undressed for rechitza. Okay? Ulektanim. So it's like this. If you need to defecate, okay, then you can uncover a tefach in the back and two tefachim in the front. If you need to urinate, you could uncover two tefachim in the front and in the back, nothing. Let's say you're wearing underwear. And you're urinating standing. Like most people, when they are mashtin, they do it standing, if they're not defecating. Then you just uncover what you need to. Isha, a woman, we only give her a tefach in the back, and nothing in the front. Women get less, less uh, uncovered room. Next halacha, tezayin. Make, be sure, you don't want to get your clothing dirty. You get your clothing dirty, you can't daven. You don't want to get your body dirty. You don't want to get your shoes dirty. Okay, well, let's 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 uh, rattle off. So let's let's go through some of these. Sivkatni Zayin Hanifna Besada. You're driving to Wyoming. The next rest stop. Next rest stop, 170 miles. Uva America Imrim. When you gotta go, yeah. What do you do? You have to go in the field. Hanifna Besada Me'achari Hagadar. Someone who defecates in the field behind a fence, a bechatzer, or in a courtyard, a chari goes behind the wall. Defecate right there. In other words, if there's a wall or a fence, you should do so right by the fence and not away from the fence. It's more modest to be right by the fence so the fence is covering you. Ah, now the question is, is there a lack of tznios if the guy behind the wall, he doesn't see you, but he hears the sound of the tsoya coming out? Is that a lack of tznios? No. The shamata. Even though in halacha, it's, this is called, your friend hears the lower sneeze. Yeah? You got that? I'm not explaining that. Ein b'kach 
It's okay. She'ein b'zeh isr mishom tzniyas. That's not a violation of tzniyas. Sivkat and yurches. Vim nifna bebika. What if you're in a valley and there's no wall? Yisrachik go far away enough that your friend does not see your uncovered flesh before you or behind you meaning he doesn't see you uncovered even though your friend could see your body but he's far away enough he doesn't really see your uncovered flesh and even though he hears the sound of the sneeze now we have um, defecating advice from the halacha you ready? Don't sit down immediately. Don't rush to the bathroom. Don't sit quickly. Don't force. Don't force it out. Don't pressure the body to extra to defecate. To push yourself too much. You don't want to dislocate the teeth. Of the rectum. Doctors, what would the medical reference here be? <laughs> what? You don't want to push too hard. Don't push too hard. What? It's good advice. Don't push too hard. What about if it's nighttime? You say, well, it's nighttime, uh, then uh, maybe you could. Be undressed when you go to the bathroom. No. Defecate modestly even at night. Do not uncover more than you would during the day. Don't uncover yourself till you sit. You don't have to distance yourself. In other words, if you're, again, you're on the way to Wyoming, and so you don't have to go far away enough that nobody could see you. Nobody could see you because it's nighttime. No one's around. Now, okay, next halacha. You're walking down the street and you gotta go. Are you allowed to defecate in the street? I'm not talking about New York State law. I think it's against the law. But halachically, are you allowed to defecate on the street? You should. If when you have to go, you have to go. Make sure it's not somewhere where people walk. You don't want someone to get dirty because of you. But if someone's around, you cannot defecate in front of a person, but you could defecate in the street. Okay, now, now we're going to do a very important halacha. If somebody holds in defecation, they're over a lava of so they're making themselves disgusting. However, if there are people around, they can't do it in somebody's presence, because it's not covered abrias. But what if somebody has to urinate? If somebody holds in urination, not only are they over a lava of Baal they're also over a lava You're not allowed to make yourself sterile. And according to Shas, if somebody holds in a stream of urine, they could render themselves infertile. What? Right, very good. Where we have that? Yivamas? And the, the Samachs, right? Uh, yeah. The Gemara tells many stories of people who held in urinating and they were no longer able to have children. So therefore, Lahashtin to urinate, I even during the day, Bifnei Rabim, and the guy's in uh, Madison Square Garden, the guy's in Yankee Stadium. Why? 
He doesn't know that it's been more than 10 years since they were relevant. It doesn't matter. He thinks that if they spend more money and they buy more overpriced, then they're going to win. And he has to urinate. The halach is you have to urinate even publicly. Mutter and tzrach She'ein lo'i makam if he doesn't have anywhere to go. Va'afil b'nei isha mutter. Even for a woman it's mutter. Why? M'bnei she'ish sakana im yamad atzmai. It's dangerous if you hold yourself in. There's no kavod abrius when it comes to urinating. Comes the chazonish. The chazonish says this very interesting thing. I want to show you this. I don't think we would get to it today, but here. What's the biology of why, if somebody holds in urine, it causes them to become infertile? Basically. In the times of the Gemara, a person had two streams, two canals. One for Shechvah Zera and one for Meiraglayim. One for a reproductive tract and a tract for excreting urine. And there's a danger, in, according to Shas, that if somebody holds in Meiraglayim, it will back up, go into the tract of Shechvah Zera and make a person infertile. Says the Chazonish, what's this talking about? We know biologically a person only has one track. Says the Chazoynish, in the times of Shas, the person had two tracks. Nishtane Hateva. Can you imagine? The human physiology changed. Chazoynish writes, look in, is in Hilchos Puravu, on page 46, second paragraph of Vihine. Vihine begamara mavuar, dahayu begid. There was in the male organ Bez Shvilin, Echad Leketanim, the Echad Leshechvazera, Ukida Amar and the Gemar Nivamais, Istatam Guvasa the Shechvazera. The Chendanu Bamatamai Bemez Bakamis. The Gemar talks about somebody who is about Mum, he urinates in two places. The Gemar Bechoyres talks about Bez Nakavim, Uvedavarze, Nishtanu Hatavayim, Vetzlenu in Begid Elashvil Echad. Nowadays there's only one canal of Hazar Nichnas Begid Baraisha Shasamach Laguf. And the Zera and the Rayaglam exit one body. And therefore the Paiskim say that according to the Chazoinish, we do not have the love anymore of Loyabha Akar. And therefore if somebody has the urge to go, they cannot do it publicly. For other reasons also. But even for this reason you can't do it. You hear this? Very big chadash. Nishtane Hateva Legabe this. Okay, we'll do a little bit more. A woman should never urinate, not only in front of a person, but even in front of a child. It's considered exceptionally brazen. It's chutzpah. I will study to go off on the side. Sheinam Ashtenis Neged Panamamish Mutter. But off to the side, it's not right opposite their um, their someone the child's face is permitted. Which is rather, you know, a woman has a little baby, and uh, she thinks, okay, the baby doesn't know. The baby is six months old. She should not take the child in to the bathroom outright where she urinates. Sivkat and Chav Gimel. What's happening when you child of uh, under uh, anyone watching? You mean Sakana because the three-year-old is outside. No, because the child will do someone can Oh, you mean it's a public area? Public area, right. Oh, yeah. So then uh, she has no choice. Yeah. 
Okay, let's do one more. Layashtin mu'umad. You ready for this? You're not allowed to urinate standing up. Wait, see, because now doctor says that uh, for men it's better to sit down. Yeah? Just doctors? Did. These doctors don't say that. <laughs> Which doctor are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, did, did we just say a few moments ago before that it was a common... It's, Practice to what? Stand up. Well, we know we know we know what common practice is, right? No, he said you should not defecate standing. Here he says, do not urinate standing. But we will see. This is we, we get around this. Why? Because it drips on the feet. Now, if people see that you have droplets of urine on the feet, they're going to say you don't have a stream. If you don't have a stream, then maybe you can't procreate. You can't procreate. So how do you have kids? Oh, they must be mamzerim. Can you imagine? That's what the Gemara says. So therefore, you're now to urinate standing. They're going to see your, the git is cut. Unless you're on a really high spot. Let's say you're on the top of a two-story building. Or you're doing it into soft dirt so they won't spritz. Or we have, uh, you know, our our avit our toilets. There's there's not really an issue, but it's not necessarily true because it still spritzes. It could cause the water could spritz out. Could go in kaka plowed field. If you can't, if you don't have an available plowed field. Let's say you don't have a plowed field available. Vegam yevshe b'shiva, and you can't sit. So now we're going to see in t- next week, the halacha is that a person is not supposed to touch the male organ, especially if they're not married. If they're not married, it is usher to touch the male organ in a certain spot. So what do you do? Yisayeya bebeitzim lahagbiya hagid k'tzas. Then you elevate the male organ with the beitzim. To elevate it a little bit, or through a thick cloth, by the way, even through a thick towel, it is not pushit, you could touch the male organ. And we're going to talk about next week, I'm going to say it quickly now, because in case somebody's not here, basically, the male organ has two parts, there's the tip, and the, and the, the tip is permitted to touch. But the part that could be in what is called a kishoy should not be touched. Now, if somebody's married, then under certain then if needed, they could. If someone is not married, it is also to touch that area. Okay, um, maybe I'll show off the camera exactly what we're referring to. I want to tell you one more, one more. Oh no, one, one more thing, and then. Okay, so so far today you have you have new opportunities to do mitzvahs. Okay, you have the great mitzvah of locking the door when you go to the bathroom. You have the great mitzvah of not pushing too hard when you have to defecate. And now we're ready for the third mitzvah. The third mitzvah is im naflu mitzvah If it spritzes on your shoes, it's a mitzvah to clean it off. So you can do a lot of good deeds every day. Okay. We'll hold it over here. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.